2: Hello and welcome to Crime Stoppers Victoria's Safety Vision Radio Show in partnership with Vision Australia Radio. I'm Lexi Junewick and work at Crime Stoppers Victoria, and I'm so thrilled to be in your ears for this program discussing crime issues that are affecting the community and sharing information that helps keep you safe. Today, I'm so thrilled to be joined by the wonderful Christina Kennedy, who manages the disability portfolio within Victoria Police's Priority and Safer Communities Division. We're sitting down for a very important conversation. It's all about crimes that are specifically affecting blind and low vision members of our community. We'll also be discussing some very helpful and practical safety tips. Let's dive into it. Christina, welcome to the show. It's so wonderful to have you on board today. Um, But I guess before we get into our topic, I'd love to know a bit more about you. Now, what does your role as manager of the disability portfolio entail?
1: Well, thanks, Lexi, and I'm really excited to be here today to have this chat with you. So as the manager of the Victoria Police Disability Portfolio, I um, oversee, I guess, a lot of the work that Victoria Police is doing um, to make sure that members, uh, police members, have the right knowledge and capability to engage with members of the community who have a disability where, you know, and the whole range of different kinds of disabilities, really ensuring that our response is always um, appropriate and respectful.
2: Fantastic. Now, at the moment, what kind of crime is specifically affecting blind and low vision members of our community?
1: Yes, Lexi, we've got um, a couple of issues um, that we're engaging and we, we engage a lot with the community, especially those who have that lived experience of disability. Um, and some of the things that we're hearing, especially in the blind and low vision area is in relation to um, the refusal of um, services for people who have guide dogs, for instance. And that might be from say hospitality venues, um, but particularly in relation to um, taxis and Ubers. Um, and it's kind of come up because because you know that that puts can put someone in a position of of um, lack of safety, um, where you know a driver appears, sees they have a dog, and then and leaves them. And so in that instance, for instance, there are um, there's there are things that Victoria Police can do. Um, And so we're working um, as an organisation to really raise that um, capability of police to know what they can do. Um, And what in police can do in those instances is it is an infringement to um, actually refuse um, a member of the community who has a guide dog. Um, Guide dogs are legislated under the Equal Opportunity Act. and the Disability Discrimination Act to be Uh, to be available to people to use and not, they should not be disadvantaged because they use a guide dog. So police can actually um, write up an infringement notice um, for a taxi driver, for instance. Um, And um, so they can do that. Um, They Members of the community who have a guide dog can also make a complaint um, to the um, commercial commercial passenger vehicles, Victoria, which is like the um, government authority, which oversees taxis. Um, but then the third thing that can kind of happen as well, um, and this is something that um, police can give this advice to, is that the discrimination aspect of this issue, and it is an issue of discrimination, um, is actually looked after by the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission, or VARIOC for short. And so um, At the moment, Victoria Police is actually setting up an automatic referral system so so that Variot can take those kinds of referrals when they happen. But in the meantime, we really encourage people when that actually happens, um, to make a complaint through to Verioc because um, they are the agency which actually um, enforce the discrimination legislation. Um, and so um, in the cases of particularly, we hear a lot about restaurants, for instance, people not being allowed into, uh, please, that is a complaint to go through to Verioc. Um, but what police can do, especially in the taxi instance, is, is write that infringement um, and at the moment, we're working on as I said just some really good communications to police members to know what to do in those instances Uh, because at the end of the day community safety is our is our bread and butter.
2: It is heartbreaking Christina to hear that this kind of discrimination is still happening um, in our community at the moment but Really good um, on the flip side to hear that there are a number of resources, as you just outlined, um, for people to contact. I guess um, because there are so many you know, different channels that they can go through, in what situation should people call um, Varioc or, or say Police?
1: Well, definitely if there's any kind of instance in which um, there's a safety element or any kind of emergency, and unfortunately we have heard of instances where someone has been unsafe because they've been left in an unsafe situation. We always say call triple zero and triple zero is how you will actually get police attendance at that situation. Um, And um, otherwise you can, um, if it's not an emergency um, and you want to make the report, um, you can do so at your local police station um, and engage with a police member there. Um, it may be difficult, for instance, to have the record, I guess, of, of the taxi driver or the Uber, but if you do have any information like that, please bring it along with you because that's how police obviously can know um, how to make, you know, make that infringement write up that ticket for them
2: absolutely and is that another thing that people should be doing when they are getting in a cab or say an uber should they be you know jotting down if they can um the taxi number the rego or what kind of time of day it is uh, what location they were getting picked
1: up yes definitely um and it may be for instance um you know when you book something and say even you know using uber or a taxi sometimes you have um If you're using an app or something um, and it has the, you know, reading technology and so forth, you'll be able to get some information there um, that then you can bring to the police and then they they can know um, the actual identifier of where they can write the ticket then.
2: Absolutely. And I guess aside from Ubers and taxis, um, another really popular mode of transport, especially now that um, most of Victoria is opening up, is um, public transport. So things like trains and trams, what kind of um, safety precautions can people take?
1: I mean, we always kind of say, you know... um... Good to take reasonable precautions i guess and you know obviously coming out of you know as you said you know victoria's been in a very kind of particular experience for the last 18 months and we're coming out of that a bit now and summer's coming and people might want to get out and about again and the trains and you know personal experience the trains are definitely getting a bit more crowded again and um certainly um as we move still trying to socially distance i guess um, some of the things that we hear from people is that um Say for instance, if you do use a, an assistance animal um, who, who can't socially distance, um, then you just just kind of keeping that open communication with people, and that you know um, it's not. It may be that sometimes someone might get a bit annoyed that you're getting a bit too close, and you just say, "No, nope, it's just my assistance animal. It's it's fine." And because we have heard of instances like that where there's been a bit of kind of tension in the community, I guess where um, people are, I don't know. Um, just a bit wary, I think, in this transition stage. And it's just about kind of, I suppose, being patient and open with our communication and um, just ensuring that, um, you know, when we're we're using public transport as well, um, yeah, we're just giving that extra time and and extra space and um, and, getting back into life, really.
2: It's pretty wild to think about but 2022 is fast approaching and after a really big um, year this year, no doubt Christina you have um, a lot of other big projects um, in the pipeline for the new year. Are you able to share any details about those?
1: Oh absolutely and there's always so much work happening within Victoria Police on um, you know raising our ability and uh, to engage with you know every member of the community and there's such a wealth and range of diversity um, particularly in Victorian communities that um, so much of our of our work um, as police members is um, knowing what the needs are that we are responding to and so um, there are some really exciting things happening um, in the community. Um, We do have something that we launched um, quite recently which was a really big, um, uh, I guess, um, awareness campaign around prejudice motivated crime, um, which is fantastic video and resources um, available on our website, but also through our social media channels. And it's really been about raising um, public awareness of, you know, prejudice motivated crimes and also incidents for when something isn't a crime. And and um, that's really helped police know what obviously... Um, they are they are doing in those situations, but really um, engaging with the community and letting them know that. Um do actually have avenues here um, for those kinds of complaints and what we were talking about a bit earlier about that um, the discrimination aspect with um, guide dogs is a perfect example of how that can kind of feed into um, the disability space for instance but we know what happens with other communities too and so that's a really exciting piece of work that's getting some really great traction um, for members of the community to know their rights Um, but also Um, some of the work that um, in the disability space um, we have um, uh, as part of um, a really big project we're looking at giving our members and police members greater knowledge and tools with which to communicate to members of the community who use all different kinds of communication. So we know that not everyone in the community uses speech, for instance, um, to communicate. And we all communicate, we do it every day. And so it's it's engaging with police and giving them the knowledge um, and things to put in their toolkit, I guess, so that when they engage the members of the community who have um, either communication difficulties or alternative methods, police are able to basically adapt their practice and communicate really well then with the person because that person has every right obviously as well to engage with the justice system as anyone else so that's a really exciting project that we're doing we've been rolling it out at various stations across the state um, and so that's continuing which is really exciting there's lots of other great work that's happening Um, police are um, really raising their knowledge and awareness of the complexities of disabilities and the kinds of adaptations that they need to make to their practice um, and as an organisation, really driving home that notion of making the reasonable adjustment um, for a person with disability when they're engaging with them, um, which we, you know, we, we need to do and is best practice and just that could be really simple things, but then also some really big things as well that we're, we're really working on as an organisation, which is really exciting.
2: Fantastic. And to finish off our conversation today, Christina, which has been so fantastic and valuable and thought-provoking as well, what are your main goals um, within this space for the new year?
1: Oh, gosh, well, I think I will echo um, our Chief Commissioner, um, Shane Patton, where it really is about that, you know, back to basics, community safety policing Um, you know it really is the job of police to keep the community safe and as I've touched on today we know that um, certain um, communities within our broader Victorian community have different needs and different supports that we have to take into consideration so um, I think looking forward to 2022 I'm really excited about continuing the kind of great work that Victoria Police is doing in this space Um, and as we kind of as a broader community start to get out and about again and engage in our daily lives, um, just having that really visible presence um, and that real um, strong community engagement um, which was was such a brilliant thing about Victoria Police is that engaging with the people in the community always.
2: I really hope you enjoyed my In Conversation with Christina Kennedy today. I know I learned so much from her and so many um, valuable tips I think that she shared and I really cannot wait to see what the Priority and Safer Communities Division has in store for 2022 I think it's going to be a fantastic year now she has kindly shared um, the best port of contact for any feedback for this particular part of Victoria Police I've put that email address contact in our show notes but of course if you have any information you'd like to share with Crime Stoppers, you can give us a call on 1800 333 000 or visit the website crimestoppersvic.com.au
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?